T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome into the second half of Sports Talk. Steve Geller along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. After the 6 o'clock hour, we'll be getting into the Matt McMahon show coming up at 7 o'clock. Getting more into LSU basketball. Boy, they had a heartbreaking loss, uh, Steve. Uh, but you know what? They fought back, but so close, but so far. They were down by 20. You should have been in that hole, right? And then they they lose by two. Clank at the end. Uh, but, but it's amazing how they dominant in the paint against Alabama. Uh, but then Alabama's jacking the threes. And then it's just the opposite uh, against the Florida Gators. Uh, they're getting uh, dominated in the paint, and uh, look at the defense of uh, rebounds. The, the, the um, discrepancy there, and so it's like I don't know. They they there, but then they're not there. So, Kate, you can't want to go back to the newsroom. Talk to Ian Ozan, giving us more of an update on the situation in Kansas City. I know Ian that unfortunately the update is that another person is then deceased from the incident. That's correct. We're hearing now from the Kansas City police that a second person has died. Uh, what we're hearing is that that person died while in surgery. The other update that we've received in the last half an hour, this is from Children's Mercy Hospital. They tell local television stations in Kansas City they're treating 12 patients from the rally shooting. 11 of them are children. And again, that's out of a total of 22 people uh, who were shot during the midst of the parade. It happened at the tail end of the parade and the celebration outside Union Station in downtown Kansas City. Gunshots rang out. Uh, some good Samaritans nearby were able to tackle one of the gunmen, take the gun away from him. But the shooting was caught on camera. The television stations wow. in the area were able to pick up the sounds of the gun. Gunfire. Not sure if any videos of the gunmen firing the shots exist, but you can hear them clearly in all of the television coverage that uh, that took place today during the celebration and when the, that shooting took place. But again, 22 people shot. We know at least 11 of them are children. Two people now dead. Well, Ian, you know, it's a tragedy. Uh, it'd be like anything. You're going to celebrate uh, life or um well, it'd be like a carnival season or a championship season, and then uh, they have lost of life. I yeah. mean, it, it's it's just unbelievable. It's mind-boggling to think you're going to celebrate something in a, a you know, an atmosphere that you shouldn't be worried about your safety, and with something like this to occur, no, it, it's just. It's a it's a it's a mind boggling a, a tragedy when you think about it. And you're right, Bobby. And the most absurd part about this is this all stemmed from an argument. Someone obviously couldn't handle uh, a disagreement either verbally or by throwing hands. 
They resorted, to, they resorted to pulling a gun and shooting people, and in the process have wounded at least 22 people mm. and now a report of a second person dying uh, in this shooting. Police say that terrorism and extremism, highly unlikely here, though they've not completely ruled it out because the investigation is still uh, so early on in the process, but they're saying what they've gathered so far points to an argument between two mm. or a few people, and someone pulled a gun to settle that argument instead of uh, handling it. Uh, civilly, uh, for lack yeah, of a better phrase. No, it's like the Wild Wild West. I mean, uh, you think we would progress. Uh, come on, it's not the 1870s, uh, 80s, uh, you know, post-Reconstruction uh, or Civil War. I mean, where all of a sudden, uh, you know, you, you had a six-shooter on your side and, you, you know, Dodge City or whatever. This is, come on, we're in the 21st century, and we're dealing with this? It's ridiculous. Yep, we're still dealing with it. And for the Kansas City Chiefs, they issued a statement a little while ago uh, sending their condolences to all of the victims uh, who are suffering from this. If you'll uh, give me a moment, I'll go ahead and pull that uh, statement up. Uh, but the Kansas City Chiefs, again, uh, this happening at the end of their celebration, Uh, Putting out this uh, statement, quote, we are truly saddened by the senseless act of violence that occurred outside of Union Station at the conclusion of today's parade and rally. Our hearts go out to the victims, their families and all of Kansas City. We're in close communications with the mayor's office as well as the Kansas City Police Department. At this time, we have confirmed that all of our players, coaches, staff and their families are safe and accounted for. We thank local law enforcement officers and first responders who are on scene to assist, end quote. Well, uh, you know, all lives are precious. Obviously, it doesn't matter if you're a senior citizen or whatever, or if you're a kid, obviously. Uh, th- that's always a tragedy. But you know what's going to happen, uh, and you know, because, uh, you know, it could be uh, exploited. So what, what if you're, like, famous? And all of a sudden, you're having a pep rally. And it might be a gathering in a square or whatever. There's going to be a case of point, like, um, like you're going to the airport or you're going into a stadium. you got to go through a metal detector. So it might be a certain proximity when you're having a celebration or a parade. Now, we've been able to handle this in New Orleans with Mardi Gras and all that. Now, you can look at post-Mardi Gras and, you know, uh, you know thank God that we haven't uh, dealt with uh, this t- type of outrageous uh, tragedies and all that. But uh, the point being is the NFL is going to pay attention to this because the NFL will not want nothing bad to happen. So I'm telling you, it's going to be a controlled environment now that even if you're going to celebrate a team's victory, it might be a controlled pep rally where if you want to go and you want to attend, it might even be the parade that they're going to have a proximity of boundaries and you're going to have to go through a metal detector or whatever that you're not going to have any guns or anything that uh, could cause harm and to be involved in the proximity of the parade or the pep rally. Watch. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that, but this isn't the first time we've seen something like this. I think back to October of 2017, the shooting in Las Vegas, where a man uh, started picking At people the off. the concert. Correct, picking people off in the concert uh, from the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Uh, he started shooting into a crowd and uh, of about 1,000 people. Granted, it was a smaller crowd then versus what was there today, but still, you think of going to a public event where something like this shouldn't happen And it does. It's just an absurd situation and one that uh, continues to develop in Kansas City.
Appreciate the update, Ian Ozan, WWL News. Keep it locked right here for the latest and uh, current updates coming. Uh, we'll give you anything new about uh, any more victims or anything else going on in the Kansas City shooting. We'll have for you. Just keep it locked right on to WWL. We'll be coming back, talking a little bit more happier things. Pelicans wrapping up things at home tonight before the All-Star break. Zion Williamson is available. He's still dealing with that left foot issue. Well, the, the Pels on the road. I'm very optimistic where we're at uh, this year compared to last year pre-All-Star break. So uh, I'm looking at us to finish strong, Steve. Let's do I, it. I, I, I am very encouraged. Health has been key. We'll be back with right more after this on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. New Orleans Pelicans are 32-22. and 22. One more game before the All-Star break. They're taking on the Wizards in the Smoothie King Center tonight. Happy to welcome in NBA credentialed writer Ali Cosell to the radio huddle. One of our favorites. How you doing, Ali? Hey, Steve. I'm doing great. Looking forward to tonight to see if the Falcons can put a nice bow right on this first half of the season. Yes, indeed. Well, well Ollie, not to be negative, but I, I was like, I don't know, this caught my attention. I've never witnessed this. Uh, you might have, and maybe you can enlighten me, but or not enlighten, but uh, it's nothing enlightened about it. But Memphis outscored uh, the Pels 14-10 to in the fourth quarter. I mean, uh, the Pels didn't score four points in the first ten minutes of the fourth quarter. I've never – we're not watching a high school junior high game. I mean, that, that had to be like uh, – come on. That, that's like uh, – get this thorn out my side. It's total agony. I mean, I don't know if I've ever witnessed that. Yeah, look, it was like 12 minutes of where I think they put up like five points almost. I mean, I was incredulous, right? They were leading by, what was it, over 20 points. Tw- 25, yeah. About, right, three minutes to go in that – third quarter and then between that time and you know before Brandon Ingram hit those two mid-range shots my goodness you couldn't throw it in the ocean I felt like I could have probably made him a few shots so yeah that's something thankfully we rarely see but even better they actually won that game right because that should have been a loss you feel like you do that against any good team so they got lucky it came against a bad team now uh, Ollie when I look at uh, Herb Jones scored a team high 17 points including uh, three three three-pointers 
Now, uh, the question I have uh, for you, look, uh, what, uh, since January 1st, he's shooting, uh, what, 52.6%, 52.5% basically from three-point territory, and then uh, he uh, has four attempts per game. Uh, so that raises his three-point percentage to, third, uh, to 41% this season. I mean, uh, th- th- that to me is a big reason where we at. You look at C.J. McCollum, Jordan Hawkins are the only – Pell's players to have more threes than Jones uh, this season. Uh, now, we all know that he's the Pelicans' defensive uh, best player. That's my opinion. Uh, but uh, I'm very encouraged by that. And then you look at that Monday night game, what he led the Pels, like I said, 17 points, nine rebounds, and he had five steals. So it's amazing how he's worked on his craft and his game, how Herb Jones has knocked him down. And whatever he's done for me lately, uh, that's a month and a half. That he's been able to uh, that that's an unbelievable percentage when you think about it. Fifty two and a half percent and a month and a half knocking down threes and you taking four a game. Uh, I'm like give Herb Jones a game ball for sure. Oh, without a doubt. And and to your point, look, since Herb got to New Orleans, he has worked on that jump shot religiously every single day. He didn't even take days off during the summer, and you know he worked at it, worked at it, and he basically shot the same. Uh, percentage from three-point range last year as he did in his rookie season but you know what he kept at it and now yeah now he's finally seeing you know the fruits of that labor and thank goodness to to his credit he never quit and now you can say that not only is the right the percentage there but the shot looks good so you can see all the work he has put in because it's it's a much smoother all-in-one motion type of shot as to where before it seemed like not only was he thinking but there was too many pauses right so now it's just one motion and look, if he can keep this going, that deal that they have him on, remember, this is the first year of his new four-year deal. Yep. That $12 million or so every season is going to be the biggest bargain in the NBA because I think he's not only one of the best, what, top 10 defenders in the league, but now he's got that three-point shot that's going down at over 40%. I don't think there's hardly anybody else in the league doing that right now. Now, Ali, looking at um... – now, the admin flow of a game like the Wizards, I don't know. Are you going to come to play? Come on. The Wizards are sorry. Uh, we should beat them. Uh, bottom line, like the Grizzlies, you look who they were putting forth on the court. Yeah, I think they had uh, like a 40-point lead the last meeting they had against them. Uh, well, uh, but, but I'm looking at like, uh, okay, who's playing? And uh, going back to the Grizzlies game, uh, I was like, well, we, uh, we, I think, you know, we trailing by eight points. <laughs> we were doing the show the Silver Slipper in Mississippi uh, uh, when all of a sudden – I mean, mm-hmm. you talk about minutes played, uh, Jose Alvarado. I mean, he checked in with three minutes and 50 seconds remaining in the first quarter. And then he uh, all of a sudden, the backup point guard, he adds a pair of three-pointers in that first quarter stint. And by the time the first quarter was over, the Pelicans had a five-point lead. So, so what is your take on as far as the rotation and getting just his effort, just what he brings to the table? I think uh, Jose uh, warrants more minutes. Yeah, and guess what? We asked Willie today, how are they going to react to Dyson Daniels' injury, right? We don't know whether he's going to play another game this season. That remains to be seen. But in light of that, Willie says he's going to tighten up his rotations. So that means, and he said it himself, there's going to be more responsibilities, more minutes for Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado, Najee Marshall, and Larry Nance. So on the one hand, yeah, more minutes for Jose. But on the other hand, when you look at this, where's Jordan Hawkins fit in? So right now, yes. it's like he's going to go to nine guys, rely on them more heavily. Yeah, including Jose. You know, talking about Jordan Hawkins, is it really about just Ali? He needs to tighten up the defensive side of his game? 
You know, I think he's doing better as a rookie than we've seen most rookies do in this league, and that includes, say, like Trey Murphy a couple of years ago. I don't think he gets lost. Moreover, he gives you other things on the court. Like, for instance, he's going to try like heck to get a rebound. You see him boxing out. And I think his understanding of what the Pelicans are trying to do, right, their concepts, their schemes, is noticeable. He's not getting lost. He was this summer, and you saw some problems in, in preseason. But since that time, he's really worked on to where, like I said, he's not a thief. So, yeah, I'm a little surprised, guys. I'll be honest with you, because he's been shooting lights out. Next to Herb, nobody has shot the ball better from three since the start of the new year. So to have that guy sitting on your bench and not using him, that's puzzling to me. So we'll see how it plays out. Now, Ali, how encouraged you are right now? Because we're right at the all-star break. And you look at, like, strength of schedule. You go month to month and who we playing and all that. But uh, what? Uh, the Pels are 32 and 22 have won six of their past seven games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, finished with a four-game road trip with a 3-1 and one record. Now their road record on the season is 17-12. and 12. So you look at the Wizards. Uh, now we're all expecting us to take care of business. Uh, against the Wizards. Now, look, look, okay, explain to the fans, the Pels Nation, uh, you know, a post-All-Star break and the expectations uh, of where we're yeah, at. So, uh, break that down. Yeah, so, yeah, they're going to take care of business tonight. I'm hearing Kyle Kuzma's not even going to play. So, yeah, Pelicans have done well against these bad teams, even though they've made it interesting in some <laughs> games. But you're right, big accomplishment this first half. Last year, before the All-Star break, they were 30-29. and 29. And there were only two teams that finished last year with, you know, better than 10 games or over 500 at the All-Star break. And it was just Memphis and Denver. This year, the Pelicans are going to join, right, that kind of group. So it's all bodes well. And then, so after the All-Star break, if, if they can largely stay healthy, right, if Dyson's the only one hurt, you got to think it's going to continue. Because, first of all, you see that Zion behind CJ are kind of beginning to figure things out. Plus, you've got a lot of these role players playing incredibly well. Right. Besides Herb, you mentioned Jose. I think Najee's given him positive minutes. Same thing with Jonas. And, of course, Larry's always giving you something. And you're going to have a lot of Eastern Conference teams. I want to say the Pelicans have 17 more matchups left against the East, and they're not formidable anymore. Right? That's the weaker division. On top of that, Philly now is without Joel Embiid. Miami is not playing good ball. The Knicks are without a bunch of players. So right. I think the Pelicans have a chance to even play better, Right, a higher winning percentage coming out of the break. Provided right, they stay healthy, guys. That's always the biggest key. Now, uh, Ollie, uh, when you look at um, like uh, the, the health uh, standpoint and, and where we're at right now, uh, what do you think is the realistic expectations uh, for the Pels and where we're at right now? Uh, now, uh, because you know, a pie, not pie in the sky, but, but but something that's realistic that we can truly grasp. Uh, because, you know, you always want to have hope, uh, but it's like, okay, you, you, you want to be realistic. And, and like when you talked about strength of schedule and who we playing, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, health always comes into play. Uh, but, uh, damn it, we shouldn't be in the play-in game. I mean, I think I, the cannon's got like 50 wins on his mind. Uh, no, like 48, 50. I mean, I'm like thinking, yeah, that could happen. <laughs> and that's not, I'm not like, oh, Bobby, just being a homer. No, I don't think I'm being a homer. I think that could happen. Bobby, you're not being a homer. No, I, 28 games are left. I said most of them are coming up against the East. It's one of the easier schedules. And on top of that, you, you've got a team that is coalescing really nicely. So, 
I think, without a doubt, playing tournament, they shouldn't even be thinking they're going to be playing in that game because the top six seed, I think, is so well within their grasp. No, no, I think no, if you no. want to just play a couple of games over 500, you should be able to cement that, right? right? Because that all of a sudden puts you at a 48 win pace. But if you even play better, like I think they can, then you're going to hit 50 or maybe even better. So maybe you could be talking at five seed, maybe even the four seed if some teams above you, right? Look, Phoenix just lost Bradley Beal to a hamstring injury. If some teams endure something like that, suddenly start dropping back to the pack, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's, there's a chance, right? They, they, they stay healthy. A couple teams come back, and you could be hosting a first-round series. But just to be realistic, though, top six. You get in the playoffs, right. playing tournament headache, and then you go from there. Hopefully you can get a good matchup, right? I feel like we've talked about this before, right, Bobby? There's a couple teams you kind of want to see the Pelts face when they do get to the playoffs, like Minnesota, like OKC. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I think you can do that. You can even surprise in the playoffs and win that first-round series. Now, Ali, before we let you run, uh, David Griffin, um, uh, well, when I look at that, uh, are, you, are you pleased because, oh, uh, we got to do some of the trade deadline and this and that and Valanchunas and all. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they want to give this squad a run. I mean, I always took the approach, and I've said this, might have been last week on the show. I don't. I don't remember now uh, the days because I was all into the Super Bowl. But 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 I'm looking at like, okay, uh, we're gonna get rid of Valanchunas, and then uh, the guy we're getting back is he better? I mean, is it a push or whatever? So I think almost David Griffin took the approach. Well, we're not gonna make a deal just to be making a deal, uh, just because uh, maybe some people want us to make a deal come trade deadline. No, that's absolutely the right move to make is what he did. Why mess with something, a level of success you haven't seen here in 16 years, right? you got to go back to when Chris Paul, Tyson Chandler, right. Sayakovic, Crescent City others, Connection. Right? They weren't, <laughs> yeah, Bobby, they won 56 games that year, and the Pelicans are kind of on that pace. So why would you remove something and possibly shake the foundation because you're removing a key piece? So, no, I'm glad that they stood pat. And if you can't have a, a deal where it's really – like, say it's a Jared down. Like, if you can't land an obvious gold mine that's going to really help your team, then, yeah, you absolutely don't rock the boat. And that's obviously what David Griffin decided to do. And it even helps that now, looking in hindsight, he didn't even trade Najee Marshall to say for future picks. Right? There was talk that that might happen. He might have moved on from him right. for a second-round pick or two. Right? But now, boy, with Dyson Daniels hurt, Najee is perfectly suited to play a lot of minutes and help his team. So glad he didn't make a move. Yeah, for sure. Ali, looking at the Pelicans, um, one player stuck out to me kind of in a negative fashion for most of the season. I know he's coming off of an injury, but at the same time, I look at what happened last year. I want to get your projection on this guy, Trey Murphy. Uh, He's kind of struggled at points this season. I know that Willie Green called him out after the Lakers loss, but... I look at what he had, what he did last year in March and April. That's when he really started to heat up. That's when we were talking about this guy's an untouchable trade asset. Are you kind of projecting something similar for Trey Murphy that once he gets his shot to fall, maybe late February into early March, that he can start getting things going? Well, and, and, and like Charlie's saying, uh, didn't he finally? Okay, he was like slumming, seemed like for a whole month. Didn't he step up against Portland? Yeah, Por- it was yeah. in it was in March last year. Right, when right. He went on this ridiculous run, and then that's when Ali, we had talked to you on this show about how he's an untouchable asset. He's a key building block Mm -hmm. of the future for this Pelican Mm -hmm. squad. He has struggled at times this year, but there's still a couple months left to go in the season, and we saw what he did last year at this time. Yeah, I expect him totally to bounce back because, number one, he's such a good shooter, right? He's not even a streaky shooter. So for him, this is probably the biggest slump of his career, even though he doesn't admit it. But I'll tell you what, as soon as he starts seeing that ball go down, I've got to think 
Portland probably did help, right? I know that nobody really hit anything in that game against Memphis, but yeah, I think it's coming. I really do. He's just too good of a shooter, right? There's just certain players to where, okay, you can understand them having a bad month or two, but yeah, Trey fits in that category for me. And for him to have gone through, you know, what's kind of been now an extended slump, right? Since coming back from uh, his injury, he's due guys to finish probably with what Herb's doing, right? Close to 50% from three. I really think that's probably more favorable than him like staying in a slump, right? You just know he's going to shake out of it. He works to death on it. He's got a beautiful shot. He's got all the confidence that he needs. And once he sees a few of them go down, then that's going to be all he needs to know that, hey, I'm back, I'm ready, I'm going to let it fly, and it's going in. Always great stuff from you, Ali. Can you give us a little tease of what you might have coming out? I know something new uh, this All-Star break uh, coverage-wise. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Yeah, I'm going to be starting up a sub-stack for the rest of this year to where I can really truly put all the words that I want to write and put them up there so everybody can read and get you the best details on what you need to know about this team, right, the Pelicans. Definitely looking forward to it, Ali. You can still follow him on Twitter, of course, or X, whatever you want to call it. I always appreciate your time, and hopefully we are celebrating a victory tonight. Thank you again, Ali. Absolutely, guys. Have a good night. All right, thank you. We'll be back with more sports talk right after this. Going to get into what Jay Johnson had to say as LSU baseball gets ready for opening day. That's Friday, folks. Coming right back on WWL. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back into Sports Talk, getting ready for some college baseball. Just as the NFL season ends, college baseball beginning. The LSU Tigers opening day Friday against VMI. Then Saturday play Central Arkansas. Sunday VMI again. And then Monday, Central Arkansas again. So four-game series to open the season. Uh, Going to be interesting to see what the Tigers do defending their national title. Here's what head coach Jay Johnson had to say to the media today as his team gets ready for baseball. Gage Jump hasn't pitched a whole ton in the scrimmages lately. What is, is, is he all right? We get players ready for the season in different ways sometimes. That that's, that's what we're doing. And, you know, coming off the history, we're always going to take care of the players. And uh, that's what we're doing right now. Um, he, uh, he'll be just fine. Maybe uh, just expand upon Thatcher and why this is a good moment for him. To you know, I think uh, I don't look at it that way. I, I look at it as the next game on the schedule. Um, I certainly think um, we're happy to have him pitching. I think if you look at the improvement at the end of last season, really, you know, whatever you want to call it, mid-May, you know, through the College World Series. Uh, he showed uh, pitchability, showed, um, you know, ability to manage the game. And, you know, if you're going to pitch on any Friday, you know, and it just happens to be this Friday, you know, the expectations, uh, you know, of giving your team a quality start and chance to win. And I think he has the ability and mental disposition to do that and uh, proved that uh, time and again at the end of last season. And then, you know, the fall, I thought he really, really improved throughout the fall. 
and uh, obviously you look at him now he's physical strong um, bullpen was great yesterday um, Ryan Lovato the bullpen catcher don't think he moved one time and um, excited to, to start us off with him it's uh, very rare you know one guy pitches the last game of the season you win and pitches the first game um, I saw something I want to say it was Vanderbilt like for the last 15 years like they're pitcher that led and wins has not returned the next year so to have a guy like Thatcher you know because they're moving on in the draft obviously to have a guy that has you know eight wins that type of experience to to be back this year is a great thing for our team what do you want to see out of your your first year what's I guess what, what questions your mind like you'd like to see not answered but the things you're kind of interested in yeah I mean you know obviously we treat every game like a playoff game so the goal is to win each game in front of you and then improve while we're doing that. And and part of improving is finding out your best team, you know, what that looks like. And, and we're not close to that right now, I, just to be frank. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's actually in a good way. Um, you know, the emergence of some players in uh, from the fall till as we sit today has been remarkable. I mean, there will be guys that will run out on the mound or – Positionally, especially like, well, what, you know, in my head, I didn't have that player in the in the projections, and um, so we have a lot of work to do to, to sort that out, and that, that's a good thing. I just think we have have more options maybe than I thought coming out of November. Uh, what about uh, Luke Coleman? Yeah, and uh, his, I know you talked about it before, but what what attracted you guys to get him from Alabama? Yeah, I love Luke. Um, you know, just as we were preparing to play them last year. We prepare a lot, you know, and watching, you know, the previous few outings and looking at, um, you know, what he does in terms of uh, flood the strike zone with multiple pitches. He's a great athlete. He fields his position. He's quick to the plate. He's got a low heartbeat and um, can strike people out, can get weak contact. And uh, it's just such a a key part of what we're doing. And uh, he's pitched well uh, the last couple weeks. And um, he's just, he's been what I thought he would be. And uh, he's a phenomenal human being too. You know, it's exactly what you want to have in the, in the program is, uh, you know, great talented players as Luke is that are great people. And, um, you know, kind of sad we're only going to have him for one year, you know, because he's a good, good pitcher and a great person. Coach, talk about playing the games during the day instead of the Yeah, I think uh, the weather unpredictability is the first thing. The second thing is we have multiple teams here and you know i'm a college baseball fan and pull for coaches but you know lsu is my priority and i want to make sure we have the best chance to play all four of our games and uh i thought we had a phenomenal crowd last year on opening day um and i thought we had a phenomenal crowd when we played southern on tuesday at two o'clock it was a beautiful day and i'm just kind of looking around going like this is sweet you know so I'm excited about that, and you know, it looks like you know we're a little bit like this on Friday and Saturday uh, as far as the weather. But I think it just gives us the best chance to play all four of our games. That's LSU baseball head coach Jay Johnson, who also announced today Cajun Cannon Thatcher Hurd will be your starter Friday, Luke Holman on Saturday, and then to be determined on I, Sunday. I think. Now, Steve, maybe it's pie in the sky, whatever. Uh, I know when you said this, my eyes got really big. No, uh, there's a lot of different uh, ways uh, you can win a game. Uh, okay, so I look at 
Where we are, we kind of like uh, Wake Forest at SEC. Uh, where our pitching, I think it might be different than last year. We still got Tommy Tanks and all that. Yeah, and not so much with Gorilla Ball this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. I think it'd be more pitching than the hitting. But I'm telling you, Coach Johnson, and who we have running the program, I think it might be the greatest hire in LSU sports history. That's when my eyes went, what? No, I'm telling you. Now, Steve, you might remember this conversation. I'm writing it down. Five or six years from now, I think you might get things right. I think this might, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, I I guess I'm not even going to look at track and field because we've done a pretty damn good job. I'm going to just say football, basketball, and baseball. I think this might be the greatest hire in the history of the top three, that being football, basketball, and baseball ever. I don't know how they cannot have success considering that SEC baseball might be more challenging than SEC football. Uh, Steve, I'd be shocked, and Charlie, I'd be shocked. Write it down, Charlie. If he does not succeed. Uh, Well, he's already got a national title. One national title, but I think there's more to come. So LSU's always going to be relevant. I might be bamboozled. I don't think so. I think he is that good and that dedicated to LSU baseball. Love that optimism. We'll be wrapping up Sports Talk right after this when we return here on WWL. Closing out things here on our Wednesday edition of Sports Talk. Getting ready for the Pelicans taking on the Wizards, and then it's off to the NBA All-Star break. Before we sign off, KJ Cannon, let's say what James has to say about the new Saints offensive coordinator. What you got, James? Hey, you know what? Um, Come on, James. Don't I, I be like hating. Don't be hating now, James. I, I, I like the I like the move, Bobby, and I'm a Saints fan. You know that. I, you right. Know, I, I call you guys and drive you guys crazy. But the thing about it is, is that I want to let you guys know because I'm a Saints fan, but I'm always be a fan at heart. I'm le- I'm let you guys know the reason why what happened today makes a difference over in Kansas City because they're going to be evaluating how we handle things down here. We don't have enough cameras. You heard somebody say there was a camera. We don't have enough cameras here. You know, you, you, we, we're not we're not old the Super Bowl until they get this stuff together over here. Instead of kissing up to Goodell at his office. No, that makes sense for uh, for the overall security. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm talking. I mean, I'm coming from D.C. where every everywhere you got cameras. You got all the major. You got the White House. You got the Capitol Building. You got all these government agencies. You got cameras on top of cameras. So if anything goes down, you got to have a camera. So w- whatever happened over there, the reason why they, the first the first thing they did, they wanted to know if it, was, if it was a domestic issue or international because it happened at the end instead of the middle. They're guessing it's not uh international thing like, you know, some terrorist group. From, yeah, then I, pro- group, uh, then, I, then I protest at what's happening in the Middle but, East or but, but what's happening in Ukraine be, and all might, that, so. Right, but it might still be domestic with all the debts that took. Because first they said just one. Now it's like, you know, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, you know, double-digit type of stuff. But nevertheless, they need to get their cameras together. They need to get the security together. I mean, it's it's anarchy. I'm driving over here to watch. Well, no, it's sad. It's sad, James. I'm stopping at a red light in New Orleans, and people looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, what you stopping at a red light for? They running past the red light. That's crazy. Instead of jacking up, the, you know, right, right, right. what is it? Property taxes or whatever, you need to get uh, uh, cameras on the on the, on the streets so when people run the red light, they have to pay a fine, and that's where you get your money. Well, well, okay, James, James, you're going off on a tangent now. You sound like me. Uh, okay, now what about the, the Saints' new offense and uh, with Clint Kubiak? What do you think is going to happen? 
okay, you got some pieces that some pieces that that fit, some pieces that don't fit. I, I, I like I like I like AK, but but I think I, I think Alan Kamara, yeah, head coach right now. He's more of an outside zone running back. Uh, he, he wants more outside zone. The 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 guy from for, that that the Rams picked up Zach. He he likes to play more inside zone. So we need more speed at running back. We got a we got a instead of drafting a a offense. The 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 49ers have a slew of offensive offensive linemen, especially a guard that are, are going to be free. Just you could pick up some of those guys. You got a couple of wide receivers. The guy that made the big catch, although they lost, the third wide receiver. He's a restricted free agent. We are out of time. Yeah, you have to call back tomorrow, James. Cajun Cannon. Hope the Pels win tonight going into the All-Star break, but say goodnight to everyone. All right. Bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who that? Go Saints. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.